welcome to another episode of Vital Doc Talk. And on today's episode, we have Dr. Haley. Dr. Haley, how do you say your last name? Dr. Haley Collinge. Did I say it Collins, right? Collinge, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nailed you it. First try. Yeah. Nailed um, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why don't you give us a quick background on you and kind of what spurred you to, uh, you know, being a doctor and, and uh, where you are today? Okay, sure. So yeah, I basically graduated in 2013. It was called Boucher Institute of Naturopathic Medicine that's located in Vancouver, Canada. And then I have practiced in Arizona since 2014. So that's a total of six years. And my main background and what I focus on is mostly women and hormone issues. So if they have hormonal imbalance and they've got, you know, like lack of sex drive, uh, you know, fatigue, they've got, you know, mood swings, all of those things, I can help with that. I also do thyroid adrenal issues. So if they're feeling like really tired and stuff like that, I can also help with that. And then I myself have celiac disease. So autoimmune disease is something I also specialize in because I'm really good at helping people to figure out what to eat and you know how to actually heal some of the damage that's been done by their disease and help them get well again and other things that I do is immune system health so I've been helping a lot of people with this pandemic you know just like boost up their immune system so that they can prevent illness and the other thing I do is brain health so if uh, they got a lot of brain fog they can't think straight concentrations off stuff like that I, I use what's called nootropics so I'm big into that as well so wow those are so, the four so, things that I do that's a lot yeah it sounds like you yeah. got a lot of like di diversity of different things you do we kind of all do different things yeah it's naturopathic doctors we're very diverse for sure so one naturopathic doctor doesn't necessarily do what the other one does so we're very 100 percent Right. That's kind of like saying health doctor now as I'm learning. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. So like when we started, we did a little bit of everything and then we decided to focus in on one thing. What's been your philosophy behind, um, you know, kind of offering all these different services. Did you pick them for a specific reason? Auto, the autoimmune side really makes a lot of sense to me, obviously, because you went. I pick them. Yeah. Mainly just because there are things that I've had issues with in the past, like hormonal imbalance. I've also had issues with my adrenals being like completely tanked after medical school, which does throw off your hormones, by the way, and celiac disease. And, you know, I figured out how to solve all these problems for myself. And then obviously immune system boosting. I do a lot of that right now, of course, to prevent myself from getting sick. And the brain health optimization, I have done that over the years too, because with adrenal fatigue, you get a lot of brain fog and stuff like that. So I do know firsthand what I'm talking about for sure. So I like to be able to help others who have similar issues. And That's awesome. Need my help. Yeah. I, I really like that. Do you um, tell your personal story? Like for instance, you know, for me, this is my third company and my first two were hard because of growth and marketing. And, I'll, and that's why when I'm talking to doctors, I'm like, look, I started this because I had this issue of growth and marketing. Yeah. And you figured it out. That it helps when you're talking to patients. Do you share that or do you keep it private or what is it? Where uh, I share it a lot. I mean, not with every single person, but I mean, I have it even up, up on my website, you know, like what I went through with some of my health issues. And so I think if they've gone to my website, they probably have read that, but yeah. I like that because I think that builds a, a more an honest, a more honest, I guess, a more personal brand, and you can connect with that a lot easier if you're oh, sure. the yeah. same issues, et cetera. Right? It's like, oh, I went through these Definitely two. Things. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. And so today in your practice, um, you know, obviously we got hit by COVID, et cetera. But in terms of growth, what is like the main thing that you've been looking at that has actually been a useful resource? And then what are the things you're kind of like thinking about? 
Well, doing podcasts with people like you, that's definitely great. And I did another one just recently with a company called Extraordinary Being Movement. And so that always helps get your name out there and exposure. And I've had to like try to transition a little bit to social media. I'm going to be honest, I'm not very good at it yet. So probably Mm -hmm. in the future, I will hire somebody, but Mm -hmm. I'm learning. I mean, it it is something you can learn, but you have to learn like little by little because there's a lot to know. I mean, the people who do it professionally for Mm -hmm. a living, they know a lot of stuff and I have utmost respect for them for sure because it's, it's not easy, I wouldn't say. 100%. You know, social media is one of those things where if I'm, if you're talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I'm a Facebook ads person and you ask them an Instagram or a Pinterest question, they might not even know. Cause to me, it's like, it's like asking (laughs) a doctor a health question, right? Like for even, even marketing, right? Like we just do Google traffic, but I don't pretend to know social media either. Even though we we have our own, uh, we've done campaigns, et cetera, before. I'm definitely not a yeah. I've I've tried them. I mean, with varying success for sure. So I think it would be better, like you know, for my company going forward. Because I'm in Canada now. I do have a telehealth business already in Arizona, but I'm also starting one up here. So I'm gonna have to, you know, probably have to you there. Yeah, right. and I recommend all doctors. Um, I, you know, I read this in a book today, and I definitely agree. Um, the person said, no one's going to take as good care of you as yourself, you know, because you're always with yourself. And so I think it's the same thing when it comes to your own business or your own practice, you've got to understand it at least enough to be to, you know, at a certain extent, so you can control some, somewhat of it. And you can't just give it over to another agency and blindly go there. I I personally don't believe it. Yeah, I would definitely put some input into it and stuff like that, but also, I don't think you can do literally everything yourself. The busier no. you get with patients, I mean, you can't be taking care of literally every last detail. And I know a lot of other doctors probably feel that way too. So That's a great point. You know, you, th- this is a great point because I feel like a lot of doctors do understand that concept, which most business people probably don't, where it's like you can't do everything. So they're like, okay, I can delegate this out, right? You're the social media person you're supposed to know. But then at the same time, when I talk to most doctors in the field, they don't, they're not as honest as you. You know, they kind of pretend. Oh, I am honest. That's something about me. I'm very blunt. And yeah. I so. love that. That's a great strength, <laughs> right? Because because then you can, um, you know, learn what you don't uh, know, et cetera. So what has worked the best for you today for, for getting case, uh, patients? Has it been your own network? I mean, yeah, even in person. Like I'm the type who I love to go meet people in person. Like I'll set up tables at gyms. You know, I'll do like vitamin and fat burner shots just to like, you know, get the public in and talking to them and you know I'll even go out and do community events and I've done cooking workshops and all of that stuff so I really love that stuff I love that and has that actually gotten you clients oh yeah and even networking groups have got me clients too so I love this and I I definitely especially in the early years I recommend networking groups what I'm most interested in talking to you about today um Dr. Colin, I, was, I guess I'll call you by your last name, um, is, the, is the tables that you set up, because I think that's rare. Not a lot of doctors have done that. So why don't we go into the gyms first? How have you been able to set up the tables at gyms? Do you, you know, go there and you just say, hey, I want to speak to the owner and set it up that well, way? Well, generally, it'll be the gyms that I work out at, because I really like to work out myself. And nice. yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the owners and be like, hey, you know, like, I want to set up a table just to kind of advertise my business and, you know, like tell people about what I do and stuff like that. And they're usually like, totally on board because they're all into health and you know, fitness and it's the good fit usually. 
I love that. And it seems, has that always came natural to you? You know, you're just not afraid to go and talk and say, Hey, I just want to, do you talk to the manager and say, Hey, I want to set up a, a table? I would talk here? to anybody. Like literally I, I definitely would. I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. For what sure. are your tips for, for the introverted types of doctors out there who are, you know, cause I've met doctors, obviously, you know, everybody's unique. And so they can create Instagram accounts, whatever, but then maybe they're too shy to talk to gyms, especially as the economy I think is reopening up during COVID. I think it's a vital time to actually go in and you, and that face-to-face connection, nothing beats that. And obviously nothing beats a referral. Yeah. yeah, yeah so what, what would your tips be there for somebody that's trying to go in and uh, you know, they're maybe they work at it out of an LA fitness and they want to set up like a booth there or something. Well, I've, I was an introvert, honestly, growing up in like elementary school and even throughout most of high school. So like, I totally understand and sympathize with people like that. I used to like, literally my legs would shake when I got up and even in university in front of my class and I'd be giving presentations and, you know, you just expose yourself more and more and more to public speaking, doing podcasts, doing webinars, like, you know, like even talking in front of people and you just get used to it. That's the thing. So I call myself more of an ambivert. I know that that's a word that a lot of people haven't heard. So I'm extroverted sometimes, introverted sometimes. I, I enjoy my alone time, but I also really enjoy interacting with other people. Yeah, it sounds like you're you're an introvert, but you've learned how to get out of your shell. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's very important for any of the new docs just getting out of school. Like, I mean, just put yourself out there as much as you can. And eventually you'll get used to, you know, talking in front of people and stuff like that. You're not going to stay as scared as the first time you did it. That's for sure. You get better and better at it too. I mean, sometimes you don't say the right thing or you don't say exactly what you mean, but I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I think it's all a process, right? So why don't we go through the story of like the first time you were setting up a booth at a gym for um, you know, <laughs> anybody that wants to go through this table setup process. Cause I think it's really interesting and obviously it works. So yeah, go ahead. Um, I had talked to some of the personal trainers there too, and like just the managers and stuff. And I was like at LA fitness, for example, I'm like, Hey, would you guys mind, you know, like just setting up a table so that I can educate people, you know, like at the time I was even doing acupuncture house calls. So I was like, you know, if people are injured from the gym, that might really help them out. And I told them about my services and they thought it was a good idea. So, and then they just let me set stuff up. I even had my portable infrared sauna because you can set that up. And I set that up in the gym, let people try it out. And it was pretty cool. Awesome. And so did you just, so you worked out there for let's say six months or whatever, right? And then you're, you know, the local person, Joe, and you're like, Hey Joe, by the way, I don't know if I said this, I'm a doctor. Um, Have you guys ever thought of having a booth or a table around here for people who want to get more serious about their health and and obviously yeah yeah exactly and And they were like this is a really good idea to you know educate people about what you do and just you know what you have to offer and like maybe even a banner and some swag and stuff like that that's all good ideas wow so they were super supportive it sounds like like yeah yeah. absolutely because they're into health and i knew that it would be a good fit because i'm also into health so yeah generally you won't find at gyms that they'll say no so no I, one's I, ever been like, no, get out of here. No soliciting. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had anybody say that to me. I've gone to probably at least 10 gyms over the years or wow. more, 10 different ones. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And I think you're right. I think a lot of gyms, you know, um, we have one planet fitness over here in Washington cool. and they, they do like pizza Wednesdays and they always have some sort of things yeah. and they're always oh, trying to make cool. themselves more unique. So, th- yeah. and th- so that's a great point, right? You're actually doing them a favor because you went to school oh, yeah, for so many too. years. <laughs> Uh-huh. I love that. 
And then, and then tell me about the interactions between you and the people that come up. Like what kind of questions do they ask? Do you give them a quiz or, you know, how has that gone from like people? Um, that generally I'll do like interactive stuff, like even like free blood pressure checks and people want to know about their blood pressure and they just have various questions. Like they'll ask like, you know, what does a fat burner shot do for me? Like, does it help me actually lose weight? And I always tell people, you know, like you have to use proper diet and exercise and, you know, they might get into a discussion about a proper diet with me and things of that nature so it varies yeah. that's awesome and 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 do you ask for their email at the end do you ask them for yes, their business? I always have an email that's another thing like thank you for mentioning that I usually have an email sign up sheet so that they can get my monthly updates I, I send out a newsletter okay I love that and so you're at this gym they come up and then maybe they're talking to you and you're like oh by the way my email sign up sheet's right over here yeah, um, exactly. what, what yeah, do you everybody recommend? loves to sign up for email stuff just because they're like, oh, are you going to spam me? <laughs> you know, ah, <laughs> so that's that, funny. That can be an issue, but you know, if they really want the information and they want the newsletter, I mean, some people are willing to do that, but not everybody, just FYI. <laughs> do you use like a script or something of like to make them feel comfortable? Do you have them sign up for the newsletter before they talk to you after? What's that process look like? Um, in general, yeah, I'll be like, you know, if you want more information, you can always sign up for my monthly newsletter and just add your name to that list. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like it comes pretty naturally to you. And I think that makes a lot of sense to me as well. Um, tell me also about the equipment you have. What do you need to set up at a gym, right? You Let's say you've got the guts, you're a doctor, right? You talk to Joe at the gym. They're like, yeah, you know what? We would love to spice things up and have and add more value and have a doctor here and have a little health booth. Um, do you have like just like a table and your laptop? What what did you have versus like? Yeah, I mean, in general, I have, uh, you know, like blood pressure cuff, like a pulse ox to take their, you know, oxygen levels. I will have like the email sign up sheet. I will have, you know, like pamphlets about the business and what I do and, you know, things of that nature. And usually swag something That's like awesome. to give away, like even if it's water bottles with something on it, or, you know, it can be a simple and easy stuff. Like you can get creative too, like really creative. I've seen so stuff. that's awesome. So you, you just probably, and you probably have like your own brand written on your swag or something. Is that right? Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's awesome. And then, so, okay. That's, that's quite a few things that, um, you know, how much would like swag cost? Like, does it range from depending on item? It ranges, yeah, and depending on what company you get it done through. So, like, there is uh, independent companies that will do it for you. Some of the print companies will do it for you. It, yeah, it just depends. You got to shop around. Do you know what the price range could be? Like, let's say somebody's just trying to do it as a trial, and they're trying to do, like, the cheapest thing versus, like, what would like, the most expensive cost for swag? I, I imagine that T-shirts would probably be expensive. $100, like, yeah. I mean, you don't have to go crazy with it because not everybody will even interact with your booth. So, it, yeah. I mean, you don't need a ton of it for just like one day at the gym, really. Not usually. I like that. I think yeah. it's just for, it's good to have it for display. Maybe you just pay a couple hundred dollars just one time. And then, you know, not a lot of people take it anyways. So it's now that you, yeah. yeah, I mean, to me, I, I think it was worth it for sure. That is awesome. Um, so yeah. I mean, I think that it does like add a level of professionalism to have your own brandable stuff, et cetera. And yeah. so let's say you're starting at the gym and like, you know, you come in at whatever, 9 a.m., and then you spend like what a couple like five hours there six hours 
Uh, I mean, a lot of times they'll have you, like they'll have you during the customer appreciation days. So in general, that's only like three, four hours most of the time. And they'll have you during the busy times. Usually they'll, yeah, say no, like a really busy time, the customer appreciation day, and they'll be giving out other things too. Like I have seen gyms where they're giving away pizza right beside me, like yours. Yeah. Yeah. Like Planet <laughs> Fitness. <laughs> yeah. And then you got a doctor right there telling you not, do not eat that pizza. You're falling into a trap. We I love that. Our pizza with vegan cheese. Like, would that be okay? <laughs> I didn't ask them that. Don't worry. That is funny. Um, so basically, and that's, that's great back to the script as well, by the way, because, you know, if you're looking to actually set up a booth, you can ask the gym, like, do you do anything to appreciate your customers? Like customer appreciation day. I'd love to be a part of that and set up a booth and, and donate my time to answer questions. Yeah. So it's like you're yeah. adding value. And that's much Weird. better. Especially like for the that. new books to get your name out there. I definitely recommend it. That's awesome. And so basically, um, you know, let's say you're there for whatever, five, six hours. How many people attend to you? Like how many email signups would you get at a, like one session of the gym? How does I mean, work? being there for a couple hours, like generally like 30, but I mean, that's still something you can still, you know, send them emails and possibly close them as a client which is yeah a good thing obviously because if I you didn't email, you would have no chance to close them as a potential client yeah no that's great right because i think number one this gym model even if you've never like paid for a booth because they those can run a couple hundred dollars right like yeah. this is actually great practice so maybe well, you do this money because then you don't have to pay for the booth i mean i have paid for a booth before and that's a great idea too if you're at like a health fair or whatever so i definitely recommend that as well but if you want something that's completely like basically free advertising then gyms are great i love this how do they compare which one would you recommend more um in terms of like value right i mean more people probably at the health fairs will stop by your booth just because everybody's mingling around and they're kind of checking out every single table whereas at the gym some people are just you know like in a hurry to get in and get out and get their workout done you know after work usually so yeah awesome. not everybody's that's why so so what we're going through right now, by the way, audience, is uh, something called customer acquisition cost, CAC, right? So think about it this way. You spend maybe a couple hundred dollars, let's say 300 bucks for all the stuff for your booth, right? Then five to six hours of your time, you add that on top of that. And then out yeah. of that, um, what Dr. Haley's telling us is you'll get around 30 people coming in and they're actually going to give you their contact info. And then the last piece we have to figure out is, Dr. Haley, how much people do you feel like convert out of like one gym presentation? Is it one? Is it two? I mean, on average, I'd say I've gotten anywhere from like two to five people, but that's still better than nothing. I mean, obviously that's new clients. So that is fantastic. I think that's, that's a really, that's a really, let's say, you know, another five to six hours, right? Even if it's a thousand dollars to get, you know, four to five clients that will start compounding over time. And now yeah. you've got a solid way to actually get clients. And then now the only uh, thing you should be worried about is just doing a really good job to spread uh, word of mouth. Right. And now you've yeah. got, you're in business yeah. as they say. So absolutely. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I love this. Um, and are there any other marketing sources that have really worked out well, or would you say the gym, um, model or the booth model is the number one way? I to mean, really I've even gone into different businesses and handed out flyers and, you know, like I, I also, have done like medical marijuana certifications in the past. And I've also done Botox because I do inject that. And I've done quite a bit of that over the years. So I will go into like beauty shops and say, you know, host your own Botox party and they get so many units of Botox for free, just things like that. Or like 
I'll come into your business and do like vitamin fat burner shots for like your customers. You know, you just got to get out there and talk to people. That's the main thing. It doesn't even matter what services you have. Just get out and talk to people. That's what I recommend. I love that. Um, is there anything harder right now due to the pandemic though, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You know, right now I think is a good time for people to ask themselves, um, you know, like, like I, and I say this constantly in the show, like ask yourself, what are the top 10 common questions that my customers ask me or my patients need to know? And then you write like a blog post on each question, combine them, then you got a book or, um, you know, stuff okay. like social media or like reaching out to other influencers through social in your space and collaborating, you know, like this podcast. So I think, I think uh, now's a great time for that. Um, Absolutely. And I'm trying to transition to more online stuff. Like I said, I'm really trying hard to learn the social media stuff. I mean, I'm not perfect at it yet. And eventually I probably will hire somebody to do it just because I don't have the extra time, but yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, you can always talk to other agencies, pay them for a couple hours of training. I, I, I really recommend that because then you're getting it from the source. You just got to make sure they have really good case studies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I love that. And then, and then also one doctor told me, and, and he, this guy runs a multi-million dollar uh, practice. He said, think about how can you come back stronger? And I love that question. Um, you know, that's absolutely, I think we all have to switch up our businesses given this pandemic. I mean, what we normally did doesn't necessarily work as well anymore because we can't do as much face-to-face. -face. So podcasts, stuff like this is absolutely great. How has the, the, how's the COVID, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And you're doing a great job. How has COVID impacted you and how have you like overcome that? Well, I was transitioning anyway on my way to doing mostly virtual health. And that's actually what I wanted to do as the mainstay of my business. And I do do house calls as well, but I haven't started doing that yet in British Columbia, but I was doing that down in Arizona as well for stuff like acupuncture and infrared sauna and you know even iv drips things like that yeah so it sounds like um it's helped you become more of like a mobile doctor and you were in that transition anyway so you handled it well yeah 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 exactly i mean i still have work to do up here obviously as, as soon as i have my license i'm gonna start building my business and i do know a lot more people here so like in scottsdale area where I lived, I didn't really know anybody when I showed up there. So it was even more important to get out there and talk to complete strangers because everybody was a stranger. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. You know, I, I talked to Dr. Jessica on another episode and, and we worked, I worked with her for a little bit and we talked about how you can build out your client list. And then if you keep track of them, then you can maximize it, especially if you don't have that network. Right. And it sounds like you've got a great network here. So you just doing phenomenal because it's much easier. Well, I got a ton of family in Canada because originally I was from here. So yeah, I do know a lot of people up here for sure compared to what I knew down there. I yeah. love it. And you're an introvert that knows how to network. So that's fantastic. So yeah. Have, <laughs> so what would your one kind of, if a doctor was listening to this, right, and they wanted to follow in your footsteps, what would your, uh, a, an actionable tip or step be for them to, um, you know, get on this, get on your path? I mean, well, now with the COVID thing, like learn social media as well as you can and, you know, like reach out to people if you don't know exactly what you're doing and just, you know, learn as much as you can because nowadays in today's world, I think social media, we definitely really, really need the online stuff. So I don't think you can get by with just, uh, you know, networking in person anymore just because a lot of the businesses are closed and, you know, like a lot of the big events have been canceled. So 
I mean, I think until- that's really solid. That's a really yeah. solid tip for advice because a lot of people, you know, they're not as honest. And really, if you just ask for advice, especially people who've done it before and ask, you know, whether it's gym owners of, hey, what do you think about setting up a booth here or other, you know, maybe other doctors even, and, and you can contact them and say, hey, how's social media going for you in other states? People yeah. are more than happy to share and help you grow because yeah. I think doctors should remember that, that you guys are really helping the world. And well, yeah, and don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, doctors, we're usually the type of people we like to do everything ourselves, but we also got to realize we don't know everything. So, I mean, we got to talk to the experts in various different fields to maximize our business. That's how I feel anyway. I love it. So, Dr. Haley, where can people find you? They can find me drhaley.net and Haley spelled H-A-Y-L-E-Y because I know a lot of people spell it H-A-L-E-Y, but drhaley.net or they can call me. My number is 623-696-0615 and I'm at Dr. Haley NMD on social media. So that would include LinkedIn, also on Facebook and also on Instagram. Awesome. And thank you guys. That was another episode of Vital Doc Talk. Mm-hmm.